0: But, but man i'll tell you my my high level takeaway when i look at this thing john mm-hmm. is you and i and about a, and about 10 million other people are going to have a really fun time in a few weeks Absolutely. at the end of march when the mar- when the tournament rolls around
1: welcome to the speakeasy sports show time to pull up a seat Pour a glass and talk some ball. Here's your hosts, Daniel and John.
0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Speak Easy Sports Show. I am Daniel. He is John. Welcome back to College Sports and High Spirits here
1: at Speakeasy Sports. John, how are you doing this evening? Hey, I'm doing great. We, um, we have some actual, real seating to talk about. <laughs> well, That's how close we are. Is it real? I, we're we're going to talk about it. We'll see if it's real or not. We have yeah. some numbers to react to uh-huh. that someone actually put thought into and put into a bracket. Um, yeah. That's how close we are. So can't get any can't get any better than that. Yeah, not just somebody, but the actual people. the The only
0: people <laughs> whose opinion matters, like they're the ones who put this together. And so we're talking about the top four seeds, the top sixteen seeds, the top four from each region. Um, the bracket preview as, uh, it was released this weekend. Uh, if you're new to the channel, uh, thanks so much for being here. If you happen upon this video, if you're a fan of college basketball or you're a fan of college football, we talk a lot about both. If you're a fan of whiskey, uh, mm-hmm. we talk about that a lot mm-hmm. as well. And so you're in the right place no matter what, um, you're into uh subscribe to the channel we would love that if you're here and you're watching this video if you just click that subscribe button on youtube that is really the best thing and the nicest thing you could do for us and we really appreciate it
1: hey and um, shout out to uh, shout out to big 12 fans um big the, 12 the, na- the best conference in college basketball
0: noted big 12 homers john and myself are really excited about uh all the big 12 fans that have found the show um, uh, but we're fans of your conference too, whatever that conference is, and we're going to touch on a lot of the big conferences in college basketball today. They're all represented. As we look at these seeds. All right, John, let's pull this up, uh, these these top 16 seeds, and let me just I'm going to let you start. I'm going to kind of give you the floor. Where do you want to go? What was your, your first takeaway when you saw this list, when you saw these teams? Mm-hmm. Where did your
1: mind immediately go to? Uh, my mind immediately went to... The committee, a committee, got it right. Right. I mean, I think mm. I feel like there's so much, so much controversy around like who that you is know. a
0: controversial statement. I exactly.
1: Think it- exactly. So much controversy uh, around committees seeding teams in college football and other places. I looked at this and I it w- it was extremely hard for me to argue any of these seeds should be somewhere different than where they were. Um, there are a couple that we'll talk about, but that was my first, my first, my first reaction was, "Hey, they got it right." Um, My second reaction was, "Um, is are there any teams in the same tier with Purdue and UConn?" And you know, so those were my my two reactions. Where uh, you got it right, I think you got the top two seeds right. Um, and uh, and it's hard to argue with what they put out.
0: Yeah. And after this weekend, obviously, uh, Purdue loses on Sunday to an unranked Ohio State. I know that's a road game, Big Ten game on the road. Mm -hmm. Ohio State's a good team. Purdue drops another one, though. um, Man, UConn, though, John. (laughs) UConn. Whew. Uh, We got a lot to talk about about UConn. We'll probably talk about them later in the week, so if you're a UConn fan— um this subscribe to the pod cuz we got a lot of things we won't say about Dan Hurley and your squad mm. um but I, my, I think my big takeaway was golly this is a murderers row of teams <sighs> like it's just, <laughs> just look at these 16 teams and i'm telling you this right now we know that not all 16 of these teams are going to make it to the Correct. sweet 16 that's that's Correct. not going to happen it it will never happen it's there's no way But the majority of them probably will. Mm -hmm. And there's not a team on this list. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're UConn. There's not a team on this list that you (laughs) would be excited to play in the third round of the NCAA tournament, in the round of 16. This is just an absolute firing squad of teams. I mean... Mm -hmm. San Diego State, John. That's a really good basketball team. Yeah. Like um uh, Marquette, Alabama, Duke yeah. is a 3 seed, North Carolina is a 2 seed, Tennessee. Yeah. There's there's so many teams that could be one seeds on this bracket. You, you know, and then there's teams on the four line like San Diego State, like Auburn who could legitimately beat anybody in this field if if they're if they're on the right night, if they're having the yeah. right night, this is an absolute slate of man. When I, so when I look at this, you think the committee gets it right, and I, it's hard to argue that. I can quibble and you know over of course, some of the seatings and whatever. Yeah, we can, we can but,
1: quibble.
0: But man, I'll tell you my my high level takeaway when I look at this thing, John, yeah. is you and i and about uh, and about 10 million other people are going to have a really fun time in a few weeks Absolutely. at the end of march when the mar- when the tournament rolls around because this is going to be some absolute fantastic basketball i know everybody and i and i'm probably one of those people everybody believes the best basketball in the tournament is played in the first two rounds because that's when you get your big upsets and that's where you get your cinderellas and that's where you get your whatever i'm telling you this year mm-hmm. tune me into that sweet 16 elite eight the regional the regional yeah. semis and the regional finals because that's going to be some of the most must-see can't-miss basketball that that has been around in, in some number of years because yeah. th- this this field is absolutely loaded
1: yeah, I mean, I think there's a difference between the most intriguing and most exciting basketball and the best basketball, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And when you look at this group, you, obviously the first two rounds of the tournament is where I think you get the most intriguing. You get the most, you know, kind of storylines, all those things. But you wait till you get into, you know, the the second, third weekend of this tournament. And that's where I think you're going to get the best basketball, and I think a lot of these teams right here are going to be represented.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, what what else stands out to you about yeah. this um, about this this list?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, a couple things. I think one um, on the maybe a little negative side, what in the world is up with Wisconsin? I mean, Wisconsin's a four seed mm-hmm. on here, but man, they are Wisconsin has lost. Um, Five of their last six, or something like that. And, you know, they're, they, they had a really uh, tough loss at Iowa over the weekend. I, yeah. th- for me, I think, you know, that's the, the flip side of this, right? Is there are teams that are on this list that are now, you know, that are, that are in the, in the four, the top four seeds in each region, um, that, that are likely not going to make it out of, of there either. Um, I think the other thing too is that, you know, you look at, um, some of the storylines, like we've talked about it earlier in the show, around Auburn, right? I mean, you got you got mm-hmm. a team that um, doesn't play that well away from Neville Arena, and and finally drop their first one at home um, against the Kentucky team that is surging. I think you've got teams on the outside that are surging into this uh, into this bracket as well, um, and some of these teams that you know maybe obviously murderers row up and down the list when, when the teams are on, um, but maybe there's a couple that are a little wobbly too.
0: Yeah, and I think I mean, I think I look at Illinois when I look at that, you know, that kind of team. Illinois which, by the way, kudos to Illinois for holding it together. I mean, you don't talk about a crazy season. Mm-hmm. You you have your your best player, and I don't. Know, and I'm not close. This is like yeah. a top ten player in all of college basketball that you lose off your team mm-hmm. midway through the season. In the circumstances that they lost Terrence Shannon, and um, kudos to that coaching staff and to that team able to kind of hold it together now. The Big Ten isn't exactly the Big 12, if I can be generous and say that. So some of these wins that Illinois is piling up, yes, they keep winning, and that is fantastic. They absolutely keep winning. Um, but that, how is that going to translate when we get around to March? Does this team have the top-end talent to maintain? And then you mentioned it over the weekend. It, you, know, you call it recency bias if you want. Because Kentucky just absolutely put on a show on Saturday night at Auburn, like put on a show. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you again, John. I I told you this on Saturday after the game, but there's just way too many people sleeping on and doubting Coach Cal and this Kentucky team. This is you're talking about one of the best coaches in college basketball. You're talking about one of the best coaches in college basketball history. Mm-hmm. In John Calipari. And you've got way too many people just pronouncing this Kentucky team dead, like that Cal should be fired. They're going to run him out of town. like This this is a very talented Kentucky team, Mm -hmm. and they are figuring it out. We've been saying, we've said on this podcast months ago, their offense is as good as any in college basketball, except for one. We'll talk about you later in the week, UConn. Don't worry. (laughs) But their offense is as good as anybody's in college basketball. They've got to show some maturity and effort on the defensive end, and boy, did they do that on Saturday night. Kentucky's going to be a top-four seed by the time this tournament rolls around, John. Now, I'm not saying I don't know whose place they're going to take. I'm not even saying it's going to be Auburn's. Because I think you know Auburn drops a game at home. Yes, that hurts them, but I think there's plenty more opportunities for Auburn ahead of yep. them to to solidify that position in the tournament. But Kentucky's going to be on this one through four line before the tournament rolls around because this is a team I think that is starting to figure it out right at the the best time for Big Blue Nation, mm-hmm. and so. That's a team I think I would keep my eye on that is not on this list. And then yeah, you got teams like Wisconsin, teams like Illinois, you know, like e- e- even even maybe a big 12 team, like Bay- like a Baylor. like they yeah. could it's easy to lose several games in a row yeah. and then fall off. like you could have some teams that maybe find their way outside of this top four seeding line, um, which is just, again, only going to make for more. Exc- like you could end up with second round games, John, mm-hmm. between two of these teams that are on this list right now was as a four or five. Yeah. Cause think well, about it. You fall out of this, you fall out of this conversation. That means you're playing somebody in this list in round two. It's going to be, man, it's going to be a good tournament.
1: Well, before we even get to, uh, the tournament, just in the regular season, you got Houston and Iowa state this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have got Houston and Baylor. You have got yep. Houston's got to play Kansas. Baylor's got to play Kansas and Houston. Yeah. I mean, you you know you are going to see a lot Auburn of this. Plays Auburn plays Alabama again later this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, there's 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 just Duke could, of obviously great. Duke and North Carolina going yeah, to the end the season. I mean, season. yeah,
0: I mean you you've Marquette plays UConn again at this time at Marquette. Will they be able to? You know, will they be able to have a different a different showing at home in Wisconsin? Like it's there's so much great basketball that's left to play. I could not be more excited. Um, give me, give me the most underseeded team on this list in your mind. Doesn't matter what line they're on, but give me the one that that really should be at least a line higher. Uh
1: I, I'm gonna say Iowa State. Iowa State. Iowa State of the three seed. You know, I mean, I get it. I get it. Big Twelve. You got Houston at one. You got Kansas at two. Iowa State. I don't know, man. Iowa State and Kansas. Um, I feel like yeah. Iowa State maybe maybe should have had a a bump up to a two seed. I think it's Alabama. Mm. I think it's another three seed. I think
0: I think what Nate Oates is doing and Mark Sears is one of the best players in all of college basketball. And um that team's better than last year's Alabama team. Yeah. Like, they're legitimately better, and they had the best player in all of college basketball last year. And it's not like they added that much. But somehow they lost the best player in all of college basketball, and they got better. I think that's a credit to Nate Oats and who this team is. I think Alabama's a team that you don't want to play. And... um. I think Duke might be a sneak. I think Duke might be an underseeded team. I like is, it. Is Duke better than North Carolina right now? Like
1: I that, Duke, you might, know, it's an interesting conversation. I was surprised. I was surprised that North Carolina was a 2 seed. Yeah. And I get it. You know, I I heard uh, uh one of the one of the other national shows talking about North Carolina and essentially saying the committee gives so much um uh so so many points for like their road wins and like how they you know I, they're six and two on the road like just you know that type of thing. But I don't know. I I think uh, I think Duke and North Carolina could could definitely be switched as well. Yeah,
0: it's interesting. There's a lot, a lot of basketball left to play. Um, uh, it's it's an exciting time as we move towards the tournament. As I said earlier, John and I have got tons of college basketball stuff to discuss this week. Make sure you are subscribed to the channel to get all of that content. Um, You can follow Speakeasy Sports Show over on Twitter, on X, or whatever it is that you're calling it these days, and um, uh, we post a lot of stuff on there as well. Uh, We'll be back later this week for lots more college basketball talk, including talk about one of the most dominant college basketball teams we've seen in quite some time in the UConn Huskies. Um, uh, John, have a great rest of your evening, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. See you.